Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a good one today. Uh, we got a lot of news to, to go through, a big uh, Pat Mahomes signing that will break down. Um, but there's also been some, uh, some NHL return to play news that we'll definitely get into. They agreed on a new CBA, uh, tentatively at least. So we'll, we'll talk about that and what that means. And then they also announced uh, their plan for, for scheduling in terms of the, the games for for uh their the playoff format so that's definitely something we got to talk about too but before we do just want to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need all right tommy where where should where should we start today should we start? Should we start with? I yeah, feel like the I biggest think, yeah, thing is, let's let's end with Pat Mahomes. Okay, okay. So let's go for a, let's go for a quick one, real quick. Um, yeah. Kanye West, everyone's favorite. Um, oh my god, person uh, announced that he's running for president, and uh, did a follow up interview where he discussed many things. I think the one thing I definitely want to touch on is is the name of his the party that he is running on under. Tommy, did you see this? The birthday, right? The birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye West is running under the birthday party. Now, this is not a joke. This isn't like this isn't like a, a, an elaborate uh, prank for a YouTube channel. I'm like, no, this is he, he's really running under the birthday party. Tommy, did you see why it's called the birthday party? I did not see why. It's because when he wins, it will be everyone's birthday. <laughs> those are the words of Kanye West. Sounds like a little kid, bro. Like, yeah, you know, that's like, you know, like, you know, those like projects in like second grade where they'd be like, uh-huh. if you were president of the United States, like, what, what party would you would do? You and, like, yeah, what party would you run as? They're like, I would run as the birthday party because it'd be everybody's birthday when I win. Like, Jesus. Yeah, so that's. Do you think um, he's actually going to run? Uh, everyone's saying like he hasn't filed the necessary paperwork and stuff yet. That's what I'm saying. I, I hope he doesn't just because like, I, I, I like his music and, but like the things that he does every single day makes it so hard to like his music. <laughs> yeah. Like I think he's an artistic genius and revolutionized, uh, modern, modern rap music and just music in general, but God damn, is he an idiot? <laughs> that's fair honestly it's so frustrating i can man. agree to that it's and so i feel like the more the more we get into like celebrities talking about running for office the more like the campaign for presidency feels like a reality popularity tv con- show or, or like a popularity contest yeah like back get when, out like, of here. back when like you'd vote for class president in middle school and it would just be the most popular it's like your best friend year. yeah he'd be like i declare that we will have ice cream for lunch Every day, and everyone's yeah. like, "Yeah!" And then in reality, he just like made it so the the ice cream uh, the ice cream cooler got moved to a slightly more convenient location because whatever. But yeah, it, it, that's what it feels like. It, it really just feels like some guys like sitting you know these guys are sitting down getting bored like we saw it with Bloomberg just people with a lot of money that are just like huh you know what I want to do today run for president yeah yeah it's it's a I mean it's it's an interesting one that's for sure I made a tweet the other day I don't know if you saw it but it was like was your uh what your what would be your best choice for president from like one of your childhood yeah I did I did see that what would be yours Josh 
Oh man, president! Like the best combo you can think of. Because I was thinking, I was thinking Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross as a one-two punch. They would be pretty good. They would. That's gotta be pretty up there. Ooh, that that would be pretty good. Hmm. Hmm. Who's like the most non-problematic? That's Um, what I'm saying. (laughs) Barney. Barney. Uh, Doing lines in the suit. I don't know, maybe like maybe Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I I think he, always had, I feel like he always had like he's a great public speaker. Heart. He's a great public speaker. He's really motivational. He's also a genius. Um yeah, that would be a good one. I don't know, man. I don't know. For all we know, that that could happen in the next election. What's, <laughs> stopping, what's stopping us from electing yeah, at this point? I vote for him. Shit. Oh, okay. I think we need to reel this one in before it goes down a a, a dangerous path. Um. All right. Let's let's talk about some some real stuff. Some some hockey stuff. Um. I guess we can start with the CBA. Because that's kind of boring, but it is important to talk about. Um, those of you who don't know, the CBA is just basically the big contract that everybody agrees on for hockey to happen. It covers everything. It covers like salary details, scheduling details, Olympics, everything that concerns the NHL is under the CBA. And there were talks of it not getting agreed upon on time, and we were going to have another lockout. But so far, it seems like they're uh, they're making good progress. Um, so let's, let's let's go let's go down go through uh, uh, bit by bit of the new CBA see see what it means talk about what it means the first thing that they did establish in it was the were the critical dates for the return to play so that's some more modern uh, current stuff training camps opening July thirteenth um, players arriving to their hub city of either Toronto or Edmonton by July twenty sixth and then games scheduled beginning August first. Oh, man. Tentatively, right? Tentative, tentatively. 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 The Stanley Cup would be a track to be awarded in the first week of October. That'd be weird. Um, so yeah, and I guess I guess in that we can break down the uh, the another announcement that came out, and they said that the the scheduling looks like twelve p.m., four p.m., eight p.m. So three games for each hub city, six games in total a day, and the time zones make it so you're separated by two hours. So if you're looking at Eastern, if you're looking at Eastern time, like me, you got a game at twelve p.m., you got a game at two p.m., you got a game at four p.m. You got a game at 6 p.m. and you got a game at 8 p.m. Oh boy. Oh boy. 12, 2, <laughs> 4, 6, 8. Oh, and you got a game at 10 p.m. I forget. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's, you can sit down at noon and be watching hockey until midnight. Oh, concurrently. My God. Concurrently. Six total games. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> if it works out that way, that just sounds like a dream come through. I'm taking, I'm taking, all I know is I'm taking August, August or whatever it was, August 1st. I'm taking that day off from work. It's going to be like the first day of March Madness. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good uh, comparison. I love that. Yeah. It's going to be chaos, bro. Well, first day, yeah. Cause like the first day of March Madness, you know, 64 teams uh, playing so back, to back to yeah. back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, and anything can happen. I feel like that's the big thing is anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, day one, you could you could go from watching like uh, at noon, you could be watching, I don't know, Toronto walloping. I think Columbus is their opponent. 
but then you could go to like a great, and then you could, then a couple hours later, you could be watching a barn burner between Chicago and Edmonton. Oh, it's so the potential is there. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I can't wait I mean, to watch. To 12 hours of consecutive hockey every day for the first round. How, I mean, it depends how long it'll last because if they're having three games a day for each, how many? And there's eight total? I think so. Per side? Eight, eight, right. eight, eight different matchups, I think, something like that. Or, or no, it's four per side. Yeah, four matchups per side, eight teams per side. So. I don't know how that's going to work if they're having three games a day. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I guess we will find out. But it's going to be a circus. That's 12 consecutive hours of hockey based on the current schedule, which is always a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, the second part was there's an opt-out. Any player can opt-out of the return to play uh, for any reason. And there's no penalty or discipline for doing so. I don't have a problem with that. And if you do yeah. have a problem with that, you're selfish. <laughs> Sorry, but you know, there's guys. Uh, have we seen this? Have we? I don't know if we've seen it in the NHL yet, but I know we've seen it in the NBA. Like Avery Bradley opted out of the return to play because his son um, has an immune deficiency disorder or something like that. Like you know, mm-hmm. you're going to see very legitimate reasons for players opting out, and we might see our favorite player opt out, and we have to be respectful of that. Um, yeah, there's been a couple guys in the MLB too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like David Price, I think, didn't he? Yeah, David Price opted out. Um, so definitely something that we're going to have to prepare for um, and be respectful of. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's less common in hockey than in the other sports, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, this one's exciting. The playoff share. The playoff bonus pool is doubling this season from $16 million to $32 million. So a player on a team that loses in the best of five qualifying round will receive twenty k. But if you're on the Stanley Cup winning team, $240,000 per player. Damn. Per player, too. That's Per sick. player. So, you know, those, yeah. those young guys on ELCs got to be licking their chops when they hear that. Right. Like, I'm sure that that's not the biggest deal in the world for a lot of these guys. Uh, 240K, you know, that's that's nothing to, to the big dogs. But, you know, you think, like you said, the guys on the ELCs. Uh, Robert Thomas. Robert Thomas, who, who made just about three times that this year. And who knows how much he lost to taxes and stuff. That that could be, that's a big, that's a big payday for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. Uh, the new uh, let's see, new the term CBA will have a term of six years, ensuring labor peace through 2025-2026, which is great. Which means no lockout until at least then. Uh, salary cap. This is a big one. A lot of implications here. Salary cap is going to remain locked at 81.5 million for next season, and will remain there until revenue gets back up to where it was supposed to be pre-pandemic. A lot of implications there, and we will break. We will break down those implications right after a break. But before we do, I want to tell everyone about our friends over at RockAuto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like mortgage or food. So why would you choose to spend thirty percent, fifty percent, or even one hundred percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership um, when you can save? We can save a lot more money at RockAuto.com. 
Uh, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. If it's for your classic car or daily driver, whatever you need, you can get everything in a few easy clicks to delivered right to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, so the salary cap. Salary it's a little, cap. It's a little scary. It's a little scary. I mean, I know. It's scary. I know. You know, I'm not trying to claim to be like a cap expert and whatever, but even the simplest of of hockey fans can understand that year by year the cap goes up. That's why, like, you know, we're we're able to. You know, you don't just lose your best players every year because the cap goes up. So not only do you have, you know, whatever free space you you gained to sign them. You also have a little bit extra to account for the increasing revenue of the league, the increasing ability and asking price of players, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So when you have a guy like Alex Petrangelo coming off the books and the price for a number one defenseman is a couple million higher than it has been in years past, the rising cap is supposed to account for that. We don't have that. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting to me to see because the number thrown around with Petrangelo was always nine, right? Mm-hmm. Nine mil around that area. So if the cap's not rising, is it? I mean, not to say like is it fair, but is it realistic to think that he's going to get nine mil? I don't know. Well, because I know we talked about. Um, way back when this whole thing started was that he might have to take a pay cut and on a short-term deal just because the cap, right. we, thought the cap, we thought the cap was going to balloon in a couple of years just to account for this. But now all of a sudden, the NHL is just saying, hey, until we get back on track, the cap's not moving. So the cap could stay this way for the next two, three, four years for all we know. We, we don't know how long that they're going to be – it's going to remain stagnant at 81.5 million where it is now. So if you're Doug Armstrong, do you sit a guy like Alex Petrangelo down and say, look, here's the situation. We thought the cap was going to go up. It's not. You can take a pay cut and stay with us for one, two years and then hope it goes up and then you'll get paid handsomely. Or if you're Alex Petrangelo, do you go and say, well, shoot, I'm not going to be able to make that – big chunk of money with the blues because of the cap not going up. Do I go to a team that has the necessary cap space and is willing to take that risk and still pay me a lot with this cap uncertainty? It's tough. And unfortunately, I I think, I think, I think Alex is intelligent enough of a guy to understand the situation, but I think having that conversation with Doug Armstrong should help. In terms of like clarity, I guess, from where, where they're both coming from. And I think, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see for sure. But I think, in terms of what you were talking about with that one year kind of like bridge deal, just to kind of see where everything's at, I think that's the best case scenario for everyone, really. Because I think, 
I mean, not that he has to prove his loyalty, but that'll show like his loyalty and how much he cares about St. Louis. Um, and I think Doug Armstrong should reward him for that when he finally gets the chance to ball out on his contract. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would be silly um, for us as Blues fans to not just objectively look at this and say that this news is um, it definitely just straight up hurts our chances at resigning Petrangelo. Yeah. No, no, to no way around that. Um, any speculation that, that he was just going to be asking for too much goes up because of this news. Um, it's going to be even harder to fit him under the cap. And I know the article came out the other day, basically saying if the blues were to resign Petrangelo Schwartz is all but gone. Um, after the end of his contract, so it, it definitely starts getting a little, a little shaky, a little questionable. Um, getting tight in the yeah. locker room. Yeah, and hey, that's what that's what happens when you win a Stanley Cup. You have a lot of good players in your team. You have a lot of players that are now going to be asking for a little bit more than they would have had you not won a Stanley Cup, and that's totally fine. And we've seen it all the time. We've seen teams handle situations like this really, really poorly and give guys like Brent Seabrook gigantic contracts because he won a couple of Stanley Cups, and then it hurts them. So, not saying losing Alex Petrangelo is a good thing, but as a team like this, there's there are going to be losses, there are going to be sacrifices made just due to the quality of the team and the NHL being a salary cap league, and we have to prepare for that. Obviously, losing your captain is probably the worst case scenario in terms of that, but it is important to remember that this is a Stanley Cup winning team, and worst case scenario, losing Alex Petrangelo is still leaves the Blues in a better situation than a lot of teams in the NHL. And I know that's a controversial take, and I know people don't agree with that, but I think we need to look at it objectively and just say, the Blues without Alex Petrangelo are still a really good team. Not, I don't know if they're... I don't want to. I don't want to say what kind of team they are because that'll just get me yelled at on Twitter. But <laughs> I still think they're a pretty good team without Petrangelo. So if worst case scenario, this all these cap changes cause the Blues to lose Petrangelo, I think that they really wouldn't be one of the worst for wear teams as a result. But I don't know. Don't want to get too far into that. Like I said, yeah, just no, get me I have to agree. And I think I think you can just look at the depth on the defensive side. To even I mean, obviously, like. Offense plays into it too, but look at the depth and defense and like Scott Prunovich and like a guy like Mitch Ranky, people like seem to forget about, but he like broke the rookie record for points of defenseman for the San Antonio Rampage. So it's like mm-hmm. everywhere you look, there's someone waiting for their opportunity and waiting for a chance to get more minutes. And Alex Petrangelo is an all star and a fantastic hockey player, and that's not going to change, but he also like those minutes will be allotted to other people, you know, and they'll get uh, a better chance to showcase their skills. And a guy like Colton Pareko, who's already on the brink of being an elite defenseman, if not already one in the league, I think he is, but some people are on the bubble. Uh, He could take that next stride too. You never know. So it'll be interesting to see if the scenario happens. If the scenario doesn't happen, uh, it's a load off my mind. (laughs) We will definitely see. Um, It'll be interesting to watch play out. Uh, Running low on time, so let's just break down these last few points of the CBA. Big one, Olympic participation. NHL players will participate in the 2022 and 2026 Winter Olympics, which is awesome. I know that we really want to see players back in the Olympics after the disappointing uh, result of the, of the last one. So that'll be really fun to see. Um, 
nothing too nothing too uh, special. A um, couple things on like no trade, no move clauses. Minimum salary went up fifty k. Um, yeah, n- nothing too nothing too significant there. Couple couple other things, but again, at the end of the day, the most important thing is that no lockout as of right now, which would be awesome because I think that's the last thing we need after a a lockout caused by a pandemic is is a lockout caused by contract negotiations. But um, we will see. Hopefully things continue to go well for that. Speaking of contract negotiations, there's a pretty big one that we got to talk about, and we'll get into that right after a short break. All right, Tommy. Over the, over the was it was this over the weekend was it Monday I don't know uh, I think it was Monday Monday so I, I well the story starts I think it's really important to go back to the origin of the story a uh, uh, um, a owner of a liquor store tweeted out hey uh, some uh, some front office worker for the Kansas City Chiefs came in today and, and bought some really expensive alcohol and said that there's a big signing today and it's not Africa I don't remember who she said but there was some other guy that they need to sign she goes and it's not this guy mm-hmm. so I think it's Mahomes like basically the first tweet anyone heard about it and then people started reaching me like yo is this real is Mahomes really about to get signed and then yeah. sure enough a couple hours later the news breaks that Patrick Mahomes the the Face of the NFL, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Super Bowl champion, signs a 10-year deal. Oh, a lot of years. Yeah. It's a lot of years. I cannot, te- I cannot tell you how ecstatic I was when I heard that. It's just so, like, just because, like, even, like, the conversation we were just having about Alex Petrangelo, like, you don't want to have those conversations, you know, for, like – you just want to like keep pushing him off and keep pushing him off. You just want to like be there and play hockey and like not have to worry about him potentially leaving because it's like just causes everybody stress. I don't think this is this could not have been a better case scenario for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like that contract is going to be like in three four years, it's going to be phenomenal. You know, and by the end of it, by the end of it, he's going to be like grossly underpaid. I feel like. Well, we'll see because uh, news also came out that the contract isn't a set dollar amount. It's tied to a percentage of the salary cap, which is so strange. I don't know if I've ever seen that, but it's a genius move. I don't think that was – I think, I think Adam Schefter said that actually wasn't true. Uh, like there was really? ramblings of that, and the tweet after said, yeah, I think the I think the end dollar they settled on was, was 503 million. Yeah. So I, I, don't I, I don't think it's tied to a percentage. Is it the last not? Time I checked, they said oh, it that's a bummer. That's a bummer. But Still. I did see that, and that would be interesting if they ever added that to a contract. That would be sick. Be incredible to see. We'll see. We'll see. But either way, half a billion dollars. First time that's ever happened in sports. Baseball um, money. Baseball money. Certainly not hockey money. Um, no. <laughs> I saw a tweet uh, from the other day, but I, I'm for a couple of weeks ago I saw this, but it could definitely even be relevant now. It was like comparing the largest contracts in each sport from the year like 2000 to now. And if you look, it's like the highest contract in like the NBA, MLB, where it's like ten million, and now they're forty million for each. Those have gone up like thirty yeah. million. Um, Imagine football. Like, Football's I mean, gone up like fifteen, twenty million. Hockey's yeah, gone up like, like uh, nothing. 
Yarmir yeah. Yager was making like ten million a year back in two thousand, and now Connor McDavid's making twelve and a half, and that's the highest paid. It, it's pretty funny. Insane. Look at it like that. Yeah, imagine imagine Babe Ruth like getting signed to a contract and like however oh my like, god a century ago, right? He's he signs for like seventy five k and a pack of cigs or something ridiculous, <laughs> and, and now and now it's just a gross amount of money that you don't even know what to do with. It's just incredible. Honestly. Yeah. So so Patrick Mahomes is 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 a very rich man now. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. um, signed a huge gigantic contract half a billion dollars and at the end of his contract he'll be as old as Aaron Rodgers is now wow (laughs) how nuts is that wow and then at the end of his next contract he'll be as old as Tom Brady is now yeah that's twice as many Super Bowls oh my god (laughs) you need to have 12 you need to have how old is Patrick Mahomes right now I think he's 23 23, so that would give him about 12 Super Bowls in 12 years. All right, all right, bet. All right, bet. <laughs> bet. I'm oh, sorry, 11 Super Bowls in 12 years since he has no. since he has one. I forgot he has one. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Hmm. He, he, he can fit all his rings. He, he can still fit all his rings on one hand. So, like, talk to me when that's not possible anymore. Fair enough. Um, no, I, joking aside, um, Mahomes is, is slated to be, if not already, the – greatest player in the league um has potential to be one of the greatest of all time in his position he's they need doing, a new league for guys like him dude yeah he's he's doing things that we've never seen on a football field before but hey that's always that's how that's how revolutions start that is Connor true McDavid, Connor mcdavid comes in skating faster than anything we've ever seen before and all of a sudden all these new young guys are coming up speedy skating well bro the defenseman, yeah. just a stark contrast. Yeah, so Connor McDavid was was patient zero of, of guys who could skate just a little bit better than everybody else. And Patrick Mahomes is, is might just might just be the uh, the patient zero for guys who can who can throw and and move just a little bit better than everyone else. It's the next the next set of athletic freaks for for their respective sports. Um, that being said, I think that's I think that's all we got. Tommy, you got anything else to add? Ah uh, no, that's all I got. Let's Go Chiefs, Red Kingdom, baby! All right, we set right. for ten years. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to check out some more NHL news, go check out Locked On NHL. They have a great show over there. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hammond NHL. Follow Tommy at Twelfth Year Fifteen. Follow him on Twitch. I know he's over there. Um, <laughs> go check him out. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.